It's football season. Welcome, everybody, to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Dobius, here with Brendan Pika. It hey is yo. football time. How are you feeling? Dude, I, I don't think words can express how I'm feeling right now. We made it's it. football season, baby. We made it. <laughs> Happy, what, Thursday, everybody. I almost forgot what day it is. <laughs> uh, Cowboys Bucks tonight. The kickoff to the NFL. 2021 season and what a season it's going to be we are back with our preview episodes week one so what what usually happens if you're new to this to uh the podcast first of all welcome thanks for joining us but what we are going to do is we're going game by game just briefly we're not going to go too detailed here and we're just going to talk about maybe some talking points, some matchups we like, some injuries, and then we're just going to predict the game winner, right? Add a little comp- competition here. Uh, so this episode, we're going to be going over the NFC home games. That's in the part one. Part two coming out, what, tomorrow should be the AFC home games and our uh, yays and nays of the week. So, yeah, uh, are you ready? Shall we get into this? Dude, let's get into this, man. I'm ready. Thursday night, tonight, first game of the season. We have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is very, I will say, it's, it's, it's very difficult to talk about all these matchups within the first week, right? Week one is a little bit more difficult than, than any other week throughout the season. The, the longer the season goes, the more, the, the better understanding we have of each team. So, that it, it, we kind of know what we're expecting out of these guys, though, right? It's the Cowboys, it's the Bucks. Dak's back from injury, and he should be fully healthy, ready to go. So you're obviously starting him, Elliot, Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb. Uh, I probably wouldn't start Michael Gallup this week just because I want to wait and see how involved he's actually going to be in this offense. And I think there's better flex matchups. Buccaneers, on the other hand, uh, some quick news: Chris Godwin. He was dealing with an injury earlier this week. He was left out of the injury report Wednesday. He should be a full go for tonight's game, which is great. I know you're happy about that. You were getting, Dude, I got him in like every league, so yeah. I'm very happy about this. <laughs> you were getting flashbacks from last year. He, sh- he should be good to go, and you obviously start him, right? Week one is the week where you start your studs. You're not going to play it risky. You shouldn't play it risky because you don't know what to expect. With Anything can happen, right? So... Yeah, you use Mike Evans, you start Chris Godwin, Tom Brady. I would say Ronald Jones, but not Leonard Fournette, just because we know Ronald Jones is ahead of Fournette on the depth chart. And uh, so he should get most of the carries. So I wouldn't risk it with Fournette this week. But that's, I mean, that's really about it. I mean, Tampa Bay defense, Dallas defense, I'm not touching either of them. There's really not much else to talk about. Start your studs. Don't be stupid. This should be a... A very exciting game to watch. We should see, I, I would say, uh, a lot of passing this game, I think. So let's hope yeah, it happens. Yeah, that's let's, what I expect. Let's hope it's a high-scoring uh, game. It's it's kind of the last couple of years, the the first game of the NFL season has been kind of boring. So let's hope this is a very exciting one. Yeah, let's, like break, let's break the curse, baby. Yeah, two very, very exciting teams. Hopefully it's a barn burner. So uh, Cowboys, Buccaneers, I think I can speak for <laughs> both of us. Yeah, we're taking the Bucks. Sorry, boys. Yep. All right, moving on 
to Sunday. We got the noon games central time. We have the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Atlanta Falcons. Now, there are no notable injuries to report, no really fantasy-relevant injuries to report. I know that Devonta Smith was dealing with an injury during preseason and training camp. He's healthy. He's good to go. So now we have Jalen Hurts, I would say, what, kind of unproven. We have Devonta Smith, unproven. And those are the two main guys in this passing offense. And if you follow us on social media, if you follow Barely Athletic on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, TikTok and YouTube's at Barely Athletic, Instagram's at Barely underscore Athletic. Uh, you saw that I came out with a video the other day talking about how I think Devonta Smith is a good play for this week, and I'm going to stand by that because it's the Atlanta Falcons. They are the worst passing defense last season in the NFL. So it's a, I guess that's a risky pick, right? It's a little bit risky to, to say start a rookie that is unproven and just getting over an injury. But this is, this is his, I mean, it, there's not really a better opportunity for him. There's still a question on who's going to be that, uh, the, the reliable receiver. And I think it's going to be Devontae Smith. I love Jalen Hurts this week. Love him. I mean, what a better matchup than the Atlanta Falcons. You almost always want to play the quarterback that plays the Falcons. Um, Run game, I mean, you got to start Miles Sanders. But other than that, don't touch any receivers. I wouldn't even touch... Eh, tight end scares me, because Zach Ertz is still on this team. So I I wouldn't want to touch... I guess because Goddard's ADP was pretty high. So if, if you drafted him and you don't really have a better option, then you got to go Goddard. But I, I will warn you, I'm a little nervous... Uh, for Zach Ertz's involvement. I think he's going to be involved way more than people want him to be, and I think it's going to be very annoying. All right, Atlanta Falcons, kind of a similar story. I like the matchup here. I think Matt Ryan's a good play. Uh, Calvin Ridley, obviously. Kyle Pitts, obviously. Mike Davis, absolutely. Russell Gage is is the only question here on whether or not you should start him in the flex option. I would hold off on it. I would like to wait and see his involvement in this offense. I would wait a week if he can, because Kyle Pitts could be the most targeted player on this team. It, it Maybe Zacchaeus steps up. So I would hold off on Russell Gage until he proves it. Uh, Eagles-Falcons, who are you taking this game? I don't even know who I'm going to be taking. God, I don't, I don't know who I'm going to take either, but I, I think I'm leaning towards the Eagles for this matchup, so I'm going to pick Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go Eagles as well. I, uh, I think the Falcons' defense really needs to, to improve before I feel confident in, uh, in them winning. <laughs> They're just so bad. I think <laughs> they if, are if, just so bad. If Jalen Hurts is who I hype him up to be, yeah, there's just he no way Philly loses this game if, yeah, if. Jalen Hurts is who you think he is. He could be a top five quarterback this week. Yeah, who knows, man? Ooh, he could be number one. Large range of outcomes for Jalen Hurts. There is a yeah. There is a very <laughs> large range of outcomes, and I have them in a ton of leagues. Moving yeah. on to the next matchup, it is the Los Angeles Chargers against the Washington Football Team, and I might say it. This might be. 
I I think this is yeah, exciting. I think this is my favorite matchup this it's for, just for week one. I love honestly. the Chargers offense and I love the Washington defense, and I can't wait yeah. to see what happens here. Now, there are some injuries to both teams. Let's start with the Chargers. Austin Eckler did not practice Wednesday with a hamstring injury. He's going to be questionable for this game. Now, the good news is that he plays at noon, right? He plays in the earlier game, so he will probably be a game-time decision, which sucks. But if he does play, you got to start him just because he's, I mean, you're not going to bench your first-round pick or, I guess, second round, depending on, on how many people are in your league. But he, that's where he's being drafted first, early second round. So you kind of have to play him. Uh, if not, it looks like Joshua Kelly is going to be the uh, the running back, I guess. He'll be the RB1 if Eckler misses some time. I don't like Joshua Kelly, especially against this Washington football team defense. I can definitely see a world where the Chargers kind of rotate their running backs if Eckler is out. So Jackson, Kelly, Roundtree. So if Eckler is out, I would be hesitant to start any other Charger running back just because this is one of the best defenses in football and they are going to continue being one of the best defenses in football for a long time to come. So, yeah, a little little nervous with that. I think Eckler's talented enough to, to score some points, but I don't have confidence in the other running backs. Uh, Herbert's at obviously a start. I know the matchup's rough, but he's that type of quarterback that who cares about the matchup? You should start him. Um, Keenan Allen, absolutely. Give me, give me Keenan Allen all day. Mike Williams, I would bench for this week. Uh, I think this is a solely a matchup-based kind of deal. And we don't know how involved he's going. We don't know what Mike Williams are going to see. Uh, he, he's a very boomer bust type player. And I, I just don't want to play him against Washington. Very tough matchup. Speaking of the Washington football team, Curtis Samuel did not practice Wednesday with a groin injury. He will be questionable for this week's game. Now, if he is healthy, I could understand you putting him in your flex spot. I think that that's a, that's a fair play. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. Um, there, there are better options out there, but I'm not going to blame you if you per- put Curtis Samuel in that flex position. Just because with with Brian Fitzpatrick and the matchup against the Chargers, it's not the worst thing. So, yeah, it's just we don't know how he plays on this offense. Terry McLaurin's obviously a a big thumbs up here, and Antonio Gibson, love him as well. Chargers defense is is not terrible, but it's beatable. So, um, in terms of Ryan Fitzpatrick, I would not start him this week. I want to see what Fitzpatrick were... (laughs) What what Fitzpatrick is going to be in Washington, if it's Fitzmagic, if it's tragic, we got to wait and see before I feel any bit of confidence in starting him. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really a, one one quick thing about Washington. They narrowed down their team names, and Washington football team is still in the running. And I had a very funny thought on what if they win the Super Bowl this year, and then they changed the name. Just a funny thought I had. Imagine that Washington football team wins a Super Bowl 2021 and then they change the name to like the Red Hogs or something. 
That'd I don't be know. crazy. It's just <laughs> funny. It's just funny. I feel like they can't change the name if they win the Super Bowl with the name. So, I, I think I think it would have been better if they won the one season that they had the name. You know, like if they if they were only Washington football season for one oh, yeah. Washington football team for one season and then won the Super Bowl. I think yeah, that would have been better. Changed it. That would have been really funny. Oh well. But, so I mean I'm cheering for them to win yeah. the Super Bowl now. Yeah, I why think not, that's man? Hilarious. Uh, Chargers, Washington, which one you take? And this is definitely going to be one of the better games. Yeah, this, this is week. why this is my favorite matchup is because this one is hard, but for the opposite reason of Philly versus Atlanta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, yeah, it's not just going to be like, what the heck are we doing, guys? It's going to yeah. be like, oh, man, this is a good matchup. I'm going Washington. I, I think, think I think I, I think I'm going Chargers. I like that. Just because First disagreement of the year. Yeah. Here we go, here we go man. Um, yeah, I honestly I just think as far as like, you know, if everybody's playing for the for the Chargers, mm-hmm. upside's higher. They, I think they have a better chance of uh like, I don't know, pulling away. But then baseline it's it's Washington. Baseline's Washington. But well think, not not to mention another season with Herbert. Like yeah. another another like a full off season and preseason with Justin Herbert. Yep. Yeah, I don't a second year second year Herbert might be something something else. I mean, this is this is a guy that yep. I would not want to match up against if I'm an NFL defense. So same. <laughs> no, no shot. I mean, he can be so deadly this season. Yep. It's gonna be terrifying. Bolt up, boys. Bolt up. Oh, bolt up. I don't like that catchphrase. Is that weird? <laughs> I just don't know. Bolt up I mean, is weird to me. I don't think the Chargers fans like it either because no. they don't exist. They just go, oh, Jesus Christ. All right. That was funny. <laughs> uh, they all exist in San Diego. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would be too happy with the Chargers if I'm uh, in San Diego. I'm, I would, after leaving, <laughs> I think I would yeah. find a new team. I don't know. All right, let, let's let's get let's San Fran. San Fran versus on. Detroit. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers versus the Detroit Lions. Jesus. All right. So uh, let's start with the Niners. Trey Lance, he was limited in practice. He got that weird finger injury. Um, I it, Jimmy Garoppolo is technically the starter, but they keep talking about how they want to get Trey Lance involved in every game. I don't know if they're going to be like a first-year Lamar Jackson kind of deal where he'll just run the ball, you know, one or two times a game, or if they're actually going to bring him in for some passing plays. Uh, I'm not confident in because of this. I'm obviously not starting Garoppolo or Lance because I don't. Uh, you just got to wait and see, right? We'll see what happens within the the next the the first couple of weeks of the season, but just stay away from the quarterback situation in San Fran. Um, Brandon Ayuk, he did practice in full on Wednesday. He should be good to go for this week. Uh, I, I know that earlier in, in one of the social media videos, I talked about how I like Debo Samuel uh, just because Ayuk was, was questionable with an injury. Now Ayuk is, is fully healthy according to injury reports, and he's going to be good to go. So I like both Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk this week for the, it, Main reason is because they play the Detroit Lions, right? It, it's almost if you're new to fantasy football, this is your first season playing it, and you're listening to us. Basically, here's a tip: 
almost every week, if you're contemplating starting a player or not, if they play the Detroit Lions, you absolutely start them because the Lions are always going to be garbage. Always. So, yeah, play Ayuk, play Debo, play Mostert. Mostert should tear it up th- this week. As long as he doesn't get hurt, Mostert is a is a starter almost every week. So, Kittle is obvious as well. So, it's really not a 49er that I wouldn't want to play uh, that, that's fantasy relevant besides the quarterbacks. So, uh, Detroit. This is a whole different issue here. Uh, one injury to note, DeAndre Swift, he did practice on Wednesday. He was announced by Dan Campbell that he will play this week. So Swift owners, you can breathe, you can relax. I know I'm with you. I'm one of you, right? A little worried that he wasn't going to play. He is going to. He does have a tough matchup against the 49ers. They have a very good defense. Uh, Bosa is super talented. And their linebackers are are very stout as well. I think Fred Warner's top three in the league. So Swift is he's got a tough matchup, but he's one of those players where his draft capital is so high and his talent is is high as well that you know he he can score some fantasy points. So don't be an idiot. Don't bench him. Start your studs. Uh, when it comes to every other player on the Detroit Lions besides T.J. Hawkinson, bench everybody else. It's Swift. It's Hawkinson. I don't know what wide receiver is going to be the number one, and we probably still won't after this first game. I'm going to give it three, four weeks to see who's the the number one targeted player. I will say, though, in some deep leagues, if I do see that Amon Ross St. Brown is being targeted, uh, I guess, five-plus times a game, I might think about stashing him if I have a deep bench. But other than that, I'm, I'm going to wait. Uh, I would not recommend starting any Lions players besides Hawkinson. And Swift. Uh, these two teams, I think I can speak for the both of us. You betcha. Yeah, Niners. Yep. <laughs> no no shot. Sorry, Detroit. You're not that guy. Had to put that in there. All right. Jesus. <laughs> That's too funny. All right. I, I We haven't used that joke yet. I'm surprised that this yeah, is the first the podcast. time. Yeah, no, yeah. We, haven't, we haven't used that joke in the podcast before. It's the first time we've done that. And, uh, and you're just probably, not that guy, pal. Probably the last. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably the last, yeah. It's a, it's a funny video, though. Yeah. It's well, funny. thanks for hanging in there with us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just lost all the viewers. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Next matchup, New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. I love this game for one reason only, and that is the revenge game for Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson. Oh, I hope they light it up. Oh, my God. I, I hope so. And what are the odds that it was week one? Week this one. Beautiful. We, I mean, beautiful. I think, I think Decent. during scheduling, they're like, we gotta, we gotta yeah. do it. Yeah. We gotta do it. <laughs> we gotta do it. Uh, so starting out with the Jets, the away team, James Crowder, he is on the COVID list, but there is a good chance he's going to be taken off the COVID list uh, in time to play. I don't want to start him. I don't really want to start too many Jets receivers. The only player that I will start this week is Corey Davis. Reasoning behind that is because he's the clear wide receiver one, according to the depth chart and to the way that they've been I guess, playing preseason all that. He's basically been Zach Wilson's favorite target, uh, and it seems to be playing pretty well. So Corey Davis, I would start in flex. Don't get your hopes up too high, though. You know, it's 
Zach Wilson's first NFL game, right? There's going to be some bumps and bruises. There's going to be a lot of learning curve for for Zach Wilson. But yeah, I think that I kind of have Corey Davis around the same level as like Curtis Samuel, if Curtis Samuel is healthy. It's like, yeah, it's it's a fine play. It's a little bit risky. And if you got better options, I would start them. But yeah, I, I'm not going to blame you if you put Corey Davis in your lineup because he does have the potential of of having a very good game uh, if everything works out. So the running game is a different question. Uh, and that question is which of the four or five running backs should you play? And it's a very easy answer. You don't. You don't play a Jets running back this week. You don't do Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, Michael P. Ryan, Josh Adams. None of those. Don't do any single one because you don't know what to expect, right? I mean, Michael Carter does have the highest upside, but are they really going to to give him, you know, five, ten carries game, or are they going to rely on Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson for the first couple weeks? There was even rumors that Michael Piran would be the goal line back. What? I I know. I'm just as confused as you are. So just wait, right? Wait a couple weeks. I, I'm just as excited as you are about Michael Carter's future and his career, and I truly believe he's going to take over as the number one running back. But week one, am I going to start him? Not a chance. Not a chance. I got to wait to see it first. So if first week, if Michael Carter has 10 plus carries, that, that's a big, very easy tell that he's going to be the main guy. But it could take some time. So, so we'll see. We'll definitely, this is something that we're going to talk about a lot on our uh, week one recap episode that'll be coming out next week, obviously. So it's just something to keep an eye on. Um, no Tyler Croft, no tight end, no quarterback yet. I mean, if you're in like a 14-man super flex, then sure, start Zach Wilson, but in a, in a standard 12, 10-man half-point PPR. Yeah, no, stay away. You know, you just got to you gotta see it, see it first. Um, or as, as Pat Mahomes would say, I'll see it when I believe it. Uh, Nailed it. Yeah, that's true. That's what he said. Yeah, it is. That's what he said about Justin <laughs> Herbert. But See it when I believe it. I'll see it when I believe it. And that's exactly what I'm saying about Zach Wilson. I have a lot of, lot of faith in him this season, but I'm going to wait. Carolina Panthers, on the other hand, we got a Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson revenge game, and I love it. I'm starting Robbie Anderson. I'm starting DJ Moore. Christian McCaffrey's back. He's fully healthy, ready to roll, and I love that too. Uh, you obviously start him. I don't even need to say that. I don't know why. Um, tight ends, avoid. There's never really been a, a solid tight end since Greg Olson, so I'm not, not too confident there. Um, Sam Darnold, though. If you watch the video that came out on Wednesday on our social media, I did talk about how Sam Darnold could actually be a good streamable quarterback. Now, for those of you who don't know what streaming quarterbacks is, it's really just you don't have a set in stone starting quarterback for your team. You kind of just play matchups. You look and you're like, all right, this guy's going up against Houston. I'm going to start him. This guy has a good matchup against New York Jets, who lost. Uh, Carl Lawson, a top defensive end, and they don't really have the best secondary. Yeah, there's some potential there. So this is a risky play. I I will say Sam Darnold's a very big risk because he has not been that fantasy relevant at all. 
throughout his career, but I have a lot of faith in this Carolina Panthers offense this season, and a lot has to do with their offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. I think that he is a genius, and I think he's going to get the best out of Sam Darnold, and we might see it week one against the Jets. I mean, there, there's not a, really a better week. I, I think that Darnold really like cannot wait to just destroy the Jets. It's too bad that Adam Gase is still not the head or is uh, is not the head coach anymore. But yeah, I, I love Darnold this week. But this will be a very good tell on how his season is going to be because you're playing the Jets. This is a very good matchup for Sam Darnold. This is your opportunity to to really take that next step up. So if he doesn't do that, if he doesn't do well against the Jets, I'm going to need to wait before I say start Sam Darnold ever. I'm going to need to wait for a couple good weeks before I'm confident in in his ability. But I, I'm this is really a, a matchup to monitor because Darnold could be a very sneaky play um, for, for, I guess, for streaming quarterbacks. Uh, these two teams, what team are you taking? I think... Uh, Give me the Panthers, baby. Yeah, we both have the Panthers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, come on. Christian McCaffrey against the Jets. It's going to be disgusting. Give me all of that. Yep. All right. Afternoon games. Only a couple of them. Only two of them. We got the Denver Broncos versus the New York Giants. Uh, Denver Broncos. Noah Fant, he's limited in practice, but it is presumed to be precautionary. They're just kind of taking it easy so we can play week one. He's obviously a start. Uh, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton obviously starts as well. Running game. This is where the questions come in. You have Melvin Gordon and you have second round overall pick. Second round overall pick. That didn't make any sense. Second round pick, Javante Williams from UNC. I think you play Melvin Gordon this week. If there's any week that I'm confident in Melvin Gordon, it is this one right here. He is still the RB1 for now. And I can almost guarantee that both Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are going to be involved in this game. I just think that this is really the going to be one of the few weeks where Melvin Gordon is going to outperform Javante Williams. It's going to be, yeah. Because if if Melvin Gordon, oh man, one bad game for Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams is going to be the starting running back. So Gordon knows that too. So if there's one week to start Melvin Gordon, it's this one. I don't know how confident I, I would be in Javante Williams uh, for this week. Uh, I guess I have him a little lower in in terms of where I rank him for in my comfort level for flex, I have him lower than that Curtis Samuel, Corey Davis range just because I, I usually like to see it before I I uh, I play him just because like it, it's week one. You don't want to take any risks, right? Week one is just play the safe option. Then we can get a little bit riskier. So I, I'm going to wait a week with Javonta Williams. I, I want to see what he can do and how involved he's going to be. And if there's anything that I'm going to be wrong on, I think it's this. Because there, there's a, a decent opportunity where the Broncos can take the lead, which is, wow, that just came out of my mouth. The Broncos can take the lead, and they can, uh, they can do like a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, a little worse version of that, where 
it'll be Melvin Gordon. And then second half, final quarter, they'll probably give a couple carries to Williams and maybe he'll get a touchdown and maybe I'll get proven wrong. But I, I don't want to uh I don't want to take that risk. So quarterbacks, no. Sorry, Teddy. Uh you really haven't been fantasy relevant in a long time. So I uh yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not touching him. New York Giants, a lot of injuries already. Starting off with the big one, Saquon Barkley. Uh coming off of that ACL was it ACL? MCL. ACL tear. ACL. ACL. Uh he is expected to play this week. Woo! But he is also expected to have a limited workload, meaning Devontae Booker, the backup running back, should have a couple carries as well. Uh you start Saquon Barkley. That's what you do. Because if Barkley does play, which is looking like he's he's going to, he's not going to get 15, anything more than 15 carries, but he is talented enough to do something with 15 or less carries. I mean, don't be an idiot. Start Saquon Barkley if he does play. Uh, Devonta Booker, not really. The only time I would start Devonta Booker is if they come out and say Barkley, he's not playing. Then you start Devontae Booker, but against a, a good Broncos defense, I guess, yeah, actually Broncos have a very solid defense now. I, I just wouldn't want to risk it with uh, with Booker as the RB2. Uh, receivers, Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Toney, they were both limited in practice, but both expected to play. I'm not starting Toney until he proves it. And Kenny Galladay, I really don't have him higher rated, or, yeah, much higher than a flex rating. A wide receiver three, low end three, high end wide receiver four. I'm just not confident in Galladay. I'm not confident in Daniel Jones. So Barkley is the only one I'm really confident in. But if you got to start Galladay, then you got to start Galladay, right? If he's on your team, you paid a, a good amount for him. Start him, but don't expect him to put up anything higher than wide receiver two numbers. These two teams, who are you taking? This is another kind of another good one. It's very similar to like, the Eagles Falcons where it's just like, wow, they're, they yeah. both aren't the best. So yeah, I think I give the edge to the Broncos on this one. So I'm going to go with the Broncos. Yeah. I think they have higher upside. Yeah. Uh, I think if, if Barkley was fully healthy, yep. then I'd be like, all right, maybe this could be different, but I'll go with Broncos as well. Uh, all right. Green Bay Packers versus the new Orleans saints. Dare I say, my two least favorite teams uh, as a Vikings fan. That's fine. Got to be unbiased when it comes to fantasy. It's accurate, though. It's accurate. Yeah, it's, it's very accurate. But Green Bay Packers, I mean, start your studs, right? You got Aaron Rodgers. You got the MVP. You start him. You start Aaron Jones. You start Devontae Adams. And you got to start Bobby Tunyon. I'm not confident in Bobby Tunyon. But, yeah, start him. And uh, don't expect a lot throughout the season from him. You can uh, you can go back and listen to our our top ten tight end episode, and you can you can hear our lack of confidence with this guy. Uh, that's it, though. That's I mean, that's the Packers, right? That's been the Packers team, and that still is the Packers team. You just start those big three guys. New Orleans Saints, on the other hand, obviously we all know about Michael Thomas's injury. He's going to be out for about half the season. So the top two receivers are Marquez Callaway and Traquan Smith. Uh, Trey Smith was dealing with an injury throughout the week, but he has been taken off the injury report. 
I'm not fully confident in him. If you're going to start a receiver, you could start Marquez Callaway. I like him at the flex position. I think he's a little bit above like Curtis Samuel and Corey Davis in terms of of uh, my comfort level for him. He's the clear-cut number one. I know he's going up against a tough matchup against Jair Alexander, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a riskier play, but I think the upside is huge. We've seen that Jameis Winston really likes him. Like he, There's a good connection there. So yeah, I, I think that if you're going to start a receiver, you got to start Callaway. Uh, not starting a tight end yet. No Troutman for me until I see it. Running backs, you obviously start Alvin Kamara. And then we get to the quarterbacks. Jameis Winston, famous Jameis, with the LASIK eye surgery. This isn't a bad pick. He's a lower-end QB1 for me, just because we, we know that he can have a 5,000 passing yard season. He, he can do that. He's not going to this season, but he know, we know he, he has the talent to do that. So I have him more as a, as a low-end quarterback one. Uh, I have him higher than like Teddy Bridgewater. I think I, ha- I have him right around the Sam Darnold range um, where it's just like, it- it's a bit of a riskier play, but like, I actually really like that. I-, I think that the upside is there. So if you're struggling with, with quarterbacks and you don't really know, you know, if you're streaming and there's not like good options out there, James Winston could, could put up some points here. So we'll see. This is going to be another, another team to watch and see, you know, what the, what James Winston we're getting because this is a whole new guy. So uh, these two teams. Ooh, Packers for me. Packers Saints. Yeah, you got to go back. I, I, I think you just have to go Packers. I'm going to look like a fool if I don't pick the Packers. I've got too many times <laughs> where I've, I've picked the opponent for the Packers just out of spite. That's that ends now. <laughs> that ends now. I'm going to be smart this season. And congrats. I'm going to, it's just, we're going <laughs> to, I, I want you guys to remember what I just said, because in week seven, when I pick like the Jets to beat the Seahawks or something, <laughs> I don't know if that's the matchup, then yeah. You can, yeah, you yeah, can we're definitely clipping this. We're clipping yeah, I'm, this. <laughs> I make some idiot decisions and it's funny, uh, but I'm usually right. I'm usually right more often than not. So Sunday night game is the final matchup. Uh, for the NFC home teams, we have the Chicago Bears versus the LA Rams. Uh, thing to mention for the Chicago Bears, Dar- Darnell Mooney, he is dealing with a back injury and he is questionable. I am sitting him this week uh, because of the injury and because of this uh, the quarterback situation. Andy Dalton, I know it's technically an upgrade, uh, but you're playing the Rams, one of the best defenses in the game, and they have a very good very good passing defense, and I'm talking the best last season, uh, giving up the least amount of passing yards per game. So it's going to be tough for for Andy. It's going to be tough for Andy Dalton. So I'm not too confident in in Mooney. Obviously, you start Allen Robinson, you start David Montgomery, even though don't expect too much out of uh, out of those two against this elite defense. Don't start any quarterback. Don't start Cole Komet. It's really Robinson and Montgomery for the Chicago Bears. For the LA Rams, there's not really a lot of notable injuries that we haven't talked about already. Like, you know, Cam Akers, we all know that. Daryl Henderson's dealing with a, a little bit of an injury, but he's going to play. And you start Daryl Henderson. I would not start Sony Michelle yet, even though they mentioned Sony Michelle is going to be involved. Daryl Henderson is going to be the main back. 
Uh, Stafford, I guess I have him uh, around that that tier of a, a little bit above James Winston, a little bit above Sam Darnold, uh, just because he has super high upside. You start Robert Woods and you start Cooper Cup, just because the the Chicago Bears secondary is not as good as it used to be. They lost two out of their three best corners during the off season, and uh, yeah, they're not that elite defense anymore. Right, their D line and linebackers are still pretty solid, but their secondary is their weak point, and the Rams' passing game is their strong point on offense. So, I'm starting Higby, the tight end. I'm starting Stafford. I'm starting Woods and Cup as the two receivers, and I'm starting Daryl Henderson. Starting all five of those big guys, they should have some decent games. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm the least confident in Henderson, maybe just because I think it's going to be more passing than running, but. Overall, I, I, I think this is going to be a big fantasy game for the Rams. Uh, these two teams, I think Rams for both of us. Yep. Right? All right. So the only disagreement we had this, uh, this episode is the Chargers versus the Washington football team. Tune in tomorrow to see the AFC home games. We're going to break all that down as well as uh, the consensus yays and nays of the week. So. Thank you once again for listening. Follow us on social media. Instagram is at barely underscore athletic. TikTok and YouTube is at barely athletic. Please give us a follow, a like, comment what you want to see next. And thank you for listening. I almost said watching. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.